Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome to the show, and Happy New Year. I wish all of you the best in the year 2008. Here we are, starting off another great year, trying to change the way people think about Americans, Canadians, people all over the world with disabilities. And I have to tell you what, we have a fantastic show today. I have to tell you, I was so excited about this show, probably more than I ever have been, because I have three champions for the rights of Americans with disabilities seeking employment on the show today. And I'm telling you what, you know why? I'm so proud. I'm so proud because they are three leaders in my own company, Bender Consulting Services, fighting for competitive employment for Americans with disabilities. Our guest, as we start off the new year, is our director at Bender Consulting Services, Mr. Neil Lutz, and two of our managers, Mr. Rico Brusco and Mr. Jim Homey. Neil, Rico, and Jim, welcome to Disability Matters. Glad to be here, and Happy New Year to you. Happy Thank New you. Year, Joyce. Thank you, Joyce. Happy New Year to you and everybody. Thank you very much. I think we're going to start with Neil. Um, and, Neil, we're going to talk about something we all talk about every day, 24 by 7, which is, of course, employment for people with disabilities. I wonder if you would mind telling our listeners throughout the world how you first became involved with Bender, and then explain to them, if you don't mind, what your role is in the company. Well, as you know, Joyce, you and I were friends for a long time, even before there was a Bender Consulting Services. We had um, worked together uh, in the past. Um, when Bender Consulting Services was first being formed, um, we had discussed that um, we would do project work where we'd go around and have a group of, of um, people um, consultants going from company to company doing project work. Um, and I was very naive at that time. I didn't realize the significant um, disadvantages that people with disabilities faced um, trying to seek employment. And um, as I got further and further into Bender, I realized that. And even though we didn't go to the project model, um, we went to our highly successful transitional model, um, I just had to get involved. I had to, uh, you know, if anybody can be discriminated against, um, that means that anybody can be discriminated against. And that was just shocking to me that there was such a high unemployment rate um, among people with disabilities. So I joined Bender Consulting Services 10 years ago and haven't looked back. Um, as far as my role today is as a director of the company, I help with the strategic planning of the company, setting the directions and some of the policies and procedures that we do utilize Additionally, um, I have direct responsibility for everybody once they are hired and placed out in the field to make sure that their transitional process um, and their experience with Bender is as fulfilling and as successful as it can be. And we are so lucky to have you, Neil. If you're listening to the show, for those of you that know me, you know I'm all about employment, and Neil is the director in Bender Consulting Services. 
Vendor Consulting Services of Canada that our managers report up through to and all of our consultants. And, you know, what can I say? I am so lucky that I've met such great men and such great women that are in my company. In this case, a great man who is a great leader, and, Neil, we are proud to have you with us. How about you, Rico? How did you get involved? Well, for me, I guess you could say timing was everything. Uh, I became involved uh, with Better Consulting Services when I met the uh, Chief Financial Officer, Paula Baylog, uh, while completing my Bachelor of Science degree in Management Information Systems at Robert Morrison University. Uh, Paula introduced herself, told me a little bit about the company, and encouraged me to go on an interview uh, for a job opportunity, and the rest is history. Um I'm currently on assignment at Highmark Blue Cross Blue Shield, uh, working as a programmer analyst, uh, where I support and develop uh, applications for the audit and accounts receivable systems here at Highmark. Uh, I also have management responsibilities within vendor uh, that consist of mentoring many of our new hires out in the field, uh, as Neil alluded to, to ensure that uh, their transition into their uh, respective work environment goes as smoothly as possible. And finally, uh, I'm also the chairman of our company's United Way campaign, and anybody that is familiar with vendor uh, consulting services is well aware of our company's commitment uh, to giving back to the community. So I take great pride in that as well. See, that was great timing. Thank goodness that Paula was at school that day <laughs> because, boy, this is like we just happened to find you know, some superstar quarterback that we now have on our team, and uh, Rico is doing a fantastic job and is a great leader in the Bender family of companies. And certainly, last but far from least, Mr. Jim Homey. Well, Joyce... Back before there was an ADA, way back in 1988, I'm sure you will never forget that uh, I was the first person you ever placed in employment way back there, and uh, we had kept in touch over the years, and when I found out that there was such a thing as a vendor consulting services, I couldn't wait to jump on board because here was my opportunity now to give back and help other people to get to where I was in life. And my roles and responsibilities at Bender Consulting Services are uh, I am a consultant at Highmark in the Usability Engineering and Methodology Governance Department at Highmark. I'm an accessibility expert, a Section 508 expert, and I lend that expertise to Highmark as well as doing some technical writing, HTML development, Lotus Notes development, and uh, my management role with Bender Consulting Services takes on two forms. One is that I'm the assistive technology manager, and that means I help people who need special equipment get what they need as they come into the company, and I help them get acclimated. And my other role is that I get uh, to have the privilege of interviewing people who come into the company, and I get to meet a lot of people that way, and it's a great, wonderful experience for me. And, you know, again... You know, there is a plan. I always say there is a design plan because it just so happened that I chose to do volunteer work at a school in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, which is where we are headquartered, Bender Consulting Services, although we are working all across the United States in 17 different states 
and the two provinces of Canada. But on this particular day, I met this young man, a young man who is blind, and uh, from the minute that I met him, something just happened. I became connected to him, and of course that person is Jim Homey, who now today I'm so proud to say works for this company as a manager and leader, but I have to tell you, so does his daughter Sherry, so does his son Gerald, and it just is the greatest thing that's happened to us at the Bender Enterprise. So, you know, if you're listening to the show today, remember what I always say when I'm talking? I'm not successful because of Joyce Bender. It is because of the great people that work for me, and you can see what I mean by listening to them right now. Neil, we are, as you know, soon going to be seeing that 20th anniversary of the Americans with Disabilities Act. And yet, here we are, still with this high unemployment rate for Americans with disabilities. Over the years, I'm curious to hear what you have seen, in your opinion, as some of the greatest obstacles. Well, Joyce, as you always mention, I think the greatest obstacle is attitudinal. Um, but this attitudinal obstacle is, you know, not only on the part of the employee, employers, I'm sorry, where, you know, they have uh, some misconceptions and um, are not doing the hiring. But it can also be in the school systems and even in the family and parents. You know, if a person is made to believe that he or she cannot accomplish something, they will start to believe that also. If they're made to feel that they're inferior or not given that first chance due to misconceptions, a person will never be able to prove their talents and abilities to make a contribution. The parents must have the right attitude that that their child can make a contribution. The school's must have the right attitude to provide the proper educational opportunities. And finally, the people doing the hiring must have the right attitude to give these talented people the chance they deserve. After attitude, it has to be, you know, related subjects like pity, having pity on a person. I know you yourself say uh, pity pity is like discrimination. Um, You know, you pity the person, they're never going to get the chance. But it all boils down to to the attitude of everybody involved in that person's life. Oh, yes, and that's why, as you notice, when we go to break, you're going to be hearing Miss Patty LaBelle singing New Attitude, and that's why when Voice America called me years ago and asked me what song I would like played, I said, well, there would only be one, New Attitude by Miss Patty LaBelle, because guess what, folks? What Neil said is so true. We need a new attitude when it comes to the viewing, the hiring and the way we treat Americans with disabilities. And with that, we're going to go to break, and then we'll be right back with three champions in America, Neil Lutz, Rico Brusco, and Jim Homey from Bender Consulting Services. Don't go away. We'll be right back. This is Joyce Bender wishing you a happy new year on voiceamerica.com. We'll be back. Have you ever thought about having your own Internet talk show? Well, if you said yes, then click About Us. Then click Be a Host to get more information. Or just call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417. Say that again. 480-294-6417. VoiceAmerica.com. 
Mom? Dad? How long should I wait for you? Mom? If I'm at soccer practice, what if something happens? Will you come get me? There's no reason not to have a plan in case of a terrorist attack. Mom, if you're not home, should we go to the neighbor's house? And some extremely good reasons why you should. Can you tell me? Everybody should have a plan. Take five minutes to talk about where you'll meet and how you'll get in touch with each other in an emergency. For other things you can do to be prepared, visit www.ready.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ag Council. I'm Garcelle Beauvais Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Radio by George is a lifestyle program dedicated to improving the lives of listeners by focusing on the holistic growth of their mind, body, and spirit. Host Eddie George shares his life experiences as well as the experiences of his guest commentators and experts with the listening audience to focus them toward reaching their personal and professional goals. Tune in every Monday afternoon at 1 p.m. PST, 4 p.m. EST to Radio by George on the Voice America channel and learn more from the life experiences of a man who went from being a somewhat unruly kid in the streets of Philadelphia to a retired professional athlete who has become a role model for not only young people but for businessmen and women globally. Plan to spend your Monday afternoons with Eddie George and his empowering talk radio show, Radio by George. That's every Monday at 1 p.m. PST right here on the Voice America channel. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back to the show, and Happy New Year. I hope you and your family are having a wonderful, wonderful beginning to your new year. And I have a great show for you today. I have three champions for the employment of Americans, Canadians, people with disabilities throughout the world at Bender Consulting Services. Neil Lutz, our director, Rico Brusco, a manager in our company, and Jim Homey, another manager at Bender Consulting Services. Jim, I have a question for you. When you first went to school and began your schooling and education, and I'm sure you dreamed of employment and envisioned what you would be doing. Initially, did you think you would face such discrimination? No, Joyce, I was very naive about that. I just always, in my heart, knew I was going to get employment somewhere, somehow, but I did not have any idea what the world uh, was like out there as far as prejudice goes, and I was... uh, got out there and found out very rudely that people expect a lot less of you than you expect of yourself sometimes. Yes, and you know, one of the reasons that I I wanted to bring this up is that if you're listening to this show right now and you're in college, you're a college student with a disability, or 
or community college or a technical school or, or an adult with a disability who has graduated and you're seeking employment. But I was really orienting this more toward those in school now. Sometimes, as Neil mentioned, we think this, you know, oh, I'll be fine. I'll be able to make it. We think this because of the attitudes and what's said in the schools. You know, there's this thing of, oh, don't worry, you'll be fine. That's this sort of pity with people with disabilities. And they think they're going to get out of school and easily gain employment. Folks, we still have a 65% unemployment rate. Jim, do you think people who are blind face special issues of discrimination? I think to a great degree, people who are blind face the same issues as other people who have other disabilities face. But one of the things that people who are blind face is that at any given moment, somebody may place a piece of software on your desk that may not work with your special equipment as well as you might like it to. And therefore, if you are a person who is blind and you are seeking employment, my advice to you would be to know your screen reader or your special equipment like the back of your hand. That will be your friend throughout your employment life. And that means you need accessible software. And, Jim, you mentioned earlier that you are our manager in the area of assistive technology, but some of our listeners throughout the world may not know exactly what that means. Would you mind explaining that? Assistive technology, I guess I can relate it to the idea that anybody who uses, let's say, a computer needs a monitor to read what's on the computer or a mouse to input stuff into the computer. Assistive technology is technology is just uh, other devices that serve the same purpose. If you're blind, you use a keyboard and you don't use a mouse. So software needs to be geared toward keyboard use. Instead of the screen, you may listen to the computer talk or read in Braille or both. And could you explain to them what JAWS is? JAWS is what is called a screen reader. It looks at what's happening on the computer and speaks it back to you or shows it in Braille or both. Well, why I wanted Jim to bring all of this up is there was a time years and years ago where you could not compete equally if you were a person with various disabilities, such as a person who is blind. Of course, as you all know, I have epilepsy and a hearing loss. But today with assistive technology, you know what I love about it is it equals the playing field. And if you want to know more about this, go to www.benderconsult.com. Go to our company or send an email to Jim. Jim, what's your email address? My email address is j-h-o-m-m-e at benderconsult.com. We would love to hear from you. Love to talk to you, love to do whatever we can to help you move forward. Remember, we can't wait for the world to change. We have to be the change. We have to do something. If we keep waiting, we won't get anywhere. We have to be the change. Rico, how about you? What do you enjoy the most about your job at Bender? Well, I mean, there's so many things, but I think two things uh, come to mind. Uh, first, I like 
the work that I do and the people that I work with. Um, second, uh, my job gives me an opportunity to make a difference. Uh, as a person with a disability, having obtained competitive employment is something that I take a great deal of uh, pride in, um, such as being at work every day uh, and working at the highest possible level on an everyday basis. For me, it's all about ability and credibility and not a person's disability. I look at it this way. If I can be successful, uh, so can the other 54 million people out there in this country uh, who are able to work but, unfortunately, still remain unemployed. Yes, I agree with you. Well, Rico, uh, for people listening to the show, people with disabilities, what advice would you give them when they first start working? Well, we mentioned it earlier, and it's so true. And actually, I gave a class on this in one of our leadership uh, classes was on attitude. Uh, I can't stress that enough. Attitude is everything. Uh, if you have a good attitude, um, you'll be able to survive any situation. A lot of times people think that a person's uh, technical skills are what makes them marketable. But uh, employers, I think, today realize that with the changing trends in the economy, uh, a person's skill set could be uh, obsolete tomorrow. But if you have a positive attitude, uh, that's something that, that never uh, diminishes. And if you have that, you're always marketable. So, uh, you know, people that have positive attitudes, they will succeed in almost any situation. Now, what do you think about that, Neil? Oh, I agree 100%. That's what I said earlier. It's all about attitude. Um, Rico's right on the money with the fact that the skill sets change so rapidly in this day and age. You're always constantly having to learn something. And you, on every day, be positive, smile, um, you know, make yourself a part of the team, make yourself um, dependable. Um, it goes a long, long way, even more so than because you can always learn new skills. And I will tell you, I always tell my, my employees this, but if you get a new job and you have a great attitude, everyone makes mistakes. That, that's normal. But when you have a great attitude and you're friendly and you smile and you're nice to everyone, I'm going to tell you, that mistake will be forgiven much easier and faster than if you are a pain in the neck. Pain in the neck, all the bazookas will come out after you. Attitude means going to work every day on time with a smile on your face. And I'm telling you, just what Rico said and Neil is so true about attitude, it means so much in, in relationship to you being successful. Well, this next part to me is one of my favorite parts I like to talk about, and that is some of our success stories. So, Neil, I'm going to start with you because at Bender, we're all about success. We're about, we are a for-profit company. We are a successful company, and we're about no pity. We're about doing a great job equal to everyone else. So I've asked the three champions on the show today if they would mind sharing a few of their success stories. I'll start with you, Neil. Well, Joyce, I actually consider everyone we hired over the past 12 years a success story, and it was really hard to select one. But I'd like to tell everybody about um, a success story um, of John Schneider. Uh, 
when John was a young man, he dreamed of being a state trooper and, you know, was into the physical fitness and the working out. Unfortunately, he was in a horrific car accident and ended up in a wheelchair. And after many, many months of rehabilitation, he realized he'd never be able to walk again. But John has that attitude that we talked about. And so rather than have it get him down, he went to the Pittsburgh Project Freedom School here uh, in Pittsburgh to learn help desk. Upon graduation, um, he was placed by Bender at Bear Corporation and worked so hard that he literally changed the whole persona of the uh, help desk area at Bear. And that story has been relayed many times by many people. Um, his great attitude was really infectious, and they transitioned him over to become a Bear employee, and he's risen up through the ranks where he's now a manager. And just the other day, he hired a Bender uh, consultant uh, and as a help desk technician, and so the whole, so John has come the full circle from being, you know, having to start out and wondering how his life and career is going to go to being able now to hire somebody. But in addition to his great attitude at work and his great attitude towards his, himself and what obstacles he has to overcome, I mean, John gives back to the community. He's a, a member of the Steel Wheeler uh, Wheelchair Basketball Team that travels all over the area, putting on demonstrations and showing people can get out and do things. He coaches his nephews. Little League team. He goes around speaking to people, especially children, about disabilities and what it means and, you know, how they can overcome them. So he's just an all-around great guy. And you are so right. You know, that is such a great story that John, here's John, and by the way, a graduate, as Neil mentioned, the Pittsburgh Disability Employment Project for Freedom, which was founded by Bender Consulting Services, Bayer Corporation, and Highmark. And, you know, here's John. As Neil told you, a terrible, terrible car accident that left him paralyzed in a wheelchair. And he just had such an impact on Bear when he started working there in the help desk. Not today, as Neil mentioned. Here he is, a hiring manager. And you know what? I think you would all agree. Is he not that example of what you were talking about with attitude? Most definitely. I mean, his attitude... From when I met him, even when he was in rehabilitation, he was working to help other people. And, uh, John, we love you, and we're proud of you. You are a great Bender Ambassador. And with that, we're going to tell you about a few more great Bender Ambassadors and some success stories. As soon as we come back from our break, I'm talking to Neil Lutz, Rico Brusco, and Jim Homey, leaders at Bender Consulting Services, changing the lives of people with disabilities. You are listening to Joyce Bender, where disability matters, at voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, 
but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at one 866 472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back. Happy New Year to all of our listeners. And by the way, I have to say this. Thank you to all of our listeners, all of the listeners to Disability Matters with Joy Spender all these years. You have been so supportive, so fantastic, so loyal, and I just want to thank all of you who continue to listen to the show. It means so much. You are helping us make a difference also. So Happy New Year to all of you. And right before we went to break, we were talking about one of our success stories with Neil in reference to John Snyder, who is a Bender Ambassador and employee of their corporation. And now we're going to talk about a few other people. Rico, how about you? Do you have an example of a success story? Oh, sure. Uh, a person that comes to mind uh, is a Bender Ambassador, Jamie Protho. Uh, just to fill you in a little bit, Jamie uh, has severe cerebral palsy. He uses a communication board uh, to communicate. Uh, he actually uh, types uh, code uh, with with a pointer stick um, by hitting the keys on his keyboard. Uh, what makes Jamie so special uh, is that uh, one day when he was out at lunch, the guy gets around and uh, he was downtown and his wheelchair uh, broke down. He has an electric wheelchair and uh, he told somebody to call an ambulance uh, because uh, there, there was no way that anyone could wheel the uh, electric wheelchair. It's heavy. And uh, so the ambulance comes along and they ask him where he wants to go. And most people would say, you know, I want to go back home. I need to go get my wheelchair fixed. Jamie said, take me back to work. So he goes back to work on a stretcher, okay, and uh, they bring him up to, I believe at the time it was the seventh floor, and they bring him to his workstation. He finished out the day. Uh, uh, working, even though uh, his wheelchair broke down, and that to me uh, that, that that just uh, tells you a little bit about um, what employment is for people with disabilities uh, and the passion that he has towards his work. Jamie Prosso is awesome. There is no he is a by the way software developer at Highmark. And he has been promoted, just as John has. He is doing a fantastic job. And just as Rico mentioned to you, like the famous physicist Hawking, he uses augmentative communication, which sort of looks, as uh, Rico was explaining to you, like a keyboard attached to the wheelchair. And then um, he can put this pointer in his mouth and he could type into this. Now, when he went to Highmark, I'm sure there were many people that just really had no idea what would happen. And what happened is he outprogrammed some of the non-disabled people. What happened? Here's a man with a master's degree 
from the University of Pittsburgh. But see, when you have a significant disability, sometimes people don't even see you. They just see that disability. You know, uh, Neil, did you want to comment about Jamie? Oh, I echo everything you say. I mean, and, and not only does he work hard and all that, I mean, he is an infectious uh, personality that, you know, everybody, you know, he, he he joins in and jokes around with everybody just just as everybody else does, you know. He doesn't uh, um, let his disability stop him from any, enjoying any aspect of life. How about you, Jim? Do you have a comment about Jamie? Oh, uh, Jamie loves the wrong football team, unfortunately, uh he likes the Dallas Cowboys, whereas we like the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh. So he takes a lot of ribbing about that. Yes, I'm glad you brought that up, Jim, because, Jamie, that is your only disability, that you are a Dallas Cowboys fan when we are headquartered in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. But I will forgive you for that because Jamie is also at the holiday party, my dance partner. He had to miss it this past year, but he'll be back next year. And, Jamie, you know, you're another person. Just as Neil said, it's very hard to talk about any one person because we just have so many hundreds of great people that work for us. But we're really just trying to give you some examples. I just wanted to mention, Rico, that Dr. Kenneth Milani, who is the CEO of Highmark, a great man, and something that I did not mention is that um, all three people on the show today are working at Highmark on site, on contract, except Neil, who comes out to the office and goes elsewhere because of his position as director. But the other days he's at Highmark. I just want to mention that it all started with Bill Lowry and Keith Katmeyer, the CEOs of Blue, and CEO of, uh, COO of Blue Cross of Western Pennsylvania, and then it merged and became Highmark, and then John Browse carried on the torch, and now... Dr. Milani carries on the torch. And you know what? Dr. Milani is a great man and a great leader, and he said to me about Jamie, Joyce, we've seen people leave Highmark on a stretcher. We, we haven't seen people come to work on a stretcher. And I'll tell you what, to Dr. Milani, as he said to me, that just cemented to him this whole concept if you're listening to the show today and you're an employer, you're missing out on a great labor pool of people who want to work. As Tony Quello always says, this is a group of people who want to pay taxes. We are a group of people who want to work, but frequently too much left out of the equation. Why would you not want to hire people who are so dedicated and want to work as Jamie does? Jamie, we love you also, and Happy New Year to you. How about you, Jim? Well, uh, Neil stole my earlier success story, but one of the things that I had in mind to tell you about as we were talking about this is that I think it's a success whenever you can change the attitude of the people around you to make them think that it's normal for you to go to work. What I'm referring to is as my kids were growing up, it was normal for them to see me get up and go to work every day, whereas for many people with disabilities who have kids, it may not be normal. And that really made me proud because the next generation, in at least in my family, is going to think that it's normal for a person with a disability to get up and go to work and take care of their family. Yes. Yes, that is so true because it is what you see 
that helps to mold your thoughts of what it can be life. And I, and I want to say again, we also have great champions, not just in the United States, but in Canada. We have Mauricio Lugo, and we have Francois Verpalsch, and we have Sean Ince, and we have so many people I can't name all of them. But we, we have uh, Mija, Mija Park, and her husband. We just have so many great success stories of people who in wheelchairs or who are blind or deaf or psychiatric disabilities or epilepsy or MS. It doesn't matter. We're not about looking at the disability. We're about looking at ability. And I wanted to ask the three of you, have you, in your opinion, as time has moved on, do you feel it's getting to the place where different people that work with you at Highmark, because you've been there from the beginning, uh, Neil, you see many of our employees there, another great Bendery ambassador, Michelle Halloran, who is a, another superstar, um, a woman who, that is just, that won Employee of the Year for Career and Disabled Magazine just last year nominated by Highmark. I'm wondering, do you feel that a lot of people are getting to the place now where they are looking just at the ability and not noticing that a person is deaf or blind or in a wheelchair? Oh, most definitely, Joyce. I mean, it's like with anybody. It's a lot of the, I think, the attitude um, towards people with disabilities comes from the unknown. Um, you know, um, a lot of older people, such as myself, um, kids were not mainstream um, back in the days, and you know we never had any contact with people with disabilities, so it was a fear of the unknown. But once you get to know the person, um, we all have our strengths and weaknesses. And once the you know the person gets to be known, and um, as Jim says, it's when they see it's you know the kids see it's normal for somebody to with a disability to go to work. Well, at Highmark here, there's been so many hires. It's been such a great company hiring um, so many Bender um, employees and all, or Bender ambassadors, that it's it's just normal to see people in wheelchairs or people with guide dogs or people doing sign language. They actually hold sign language classes here at Highmark for communication, and it's hard to get into, um, you know, as a waiting list. And so, you know, the attitudes break down, and, and we've seen that in the growth of our company with within Highmark and others. You know, once we get into a company and the person does the first couple of people do such a great job. We branch out not only within that same department, but into many, many departments within that company. And we, we do. And we have so many great leaders in so many places we could talk about. We have Jamie Watts, who is our manager on site at Computer Sciences Corporation in the D.C. area. And she is phenomenal. She is just tremendous, great person working for us. We have Joe Riley who is working for us at Highmark, but in Camp Hill, the Harrisburg area, who is a new manager and leader reporting up through to Neil, who is another awesome, great person. And you know we really love Joe, except for one thing. And it starts with the word P, patriots. But other than that, we really love you, Joe Riley. He's doing a great job. Uh, and at Bear Corporation, we have Mike Gravitt, who is a leader there and who is doing a fantastic job. But, Neil, I wanted you to talk for a minute, since we're talking about, quickly, about our success stories about Mr. Michael Agus. Oh, Mike's another great success story. You know, when he first 
um, tried to get out of college, he was facing, you know, all closed doors. And um, Joyce, you hired him, placed him here at Highmark, and he's just become an expert. As a matter of fact, in the field that he works, they call him the guru because he is so knowledgeable. And not only does he do a great job within Highmark, but he's also one of our leaders and um, is in charge of many, many um, of our outside activities, such as the website and um, the EFA walk here locally in Pittsburgh. And he is another manager at Bender, and you know what? Mike's been on the show before because when Mike Agus leads that epilepsy walk, let me tell you what, we have beaten large corporations right in the city because he is so phenomenal. Another great champion. You know, we could go on forever, but we've got to go to break, and then we'll be back as we talk more to Neil Lutz, Rico Brusco, and Jim Homey from Bender Consulting Services. You are listening to Joyce Bender as we start out 2008 on voiceamerica.com. We'll be back. the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787, Hello? and ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. I'm Garcelle Beauvais-Nylon. When I played a DA on NYPD Blue, I got all the facts before trying a case. Yet many don't know the facts about epilepsy. There are two and a half million Americans with the condition, and one in ten Americans will have a seizure in their lifetime. People with epilepsy want to lead normal lives, but too many of us don't know what epilepsy is or what to do if someone has a seizure. To learn more, visit epilepsyfoundation.org or call 1-800-332-1000. Albert Einstein once said, Nothing happens until something moves. Will your movement towards realizing a dream, making a long-lasting change to your life, or simply putting a daily smile on your face is just a click away. Tune into Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney and free your mind, open your heart, and ignite action in your life. Hosting Commander in Change, Empowerment Coach, and International Speaker, Scott Chesney shares his insights to making the most out of your daily lives. Scott interviews people who are maximizing their lives, the most recognizable transformationalists, and leaders around the world, as well as those hometown heroes that move, touch, and inspire the best in all of us. Stay tuned into Maximizing Life for Scott's one-on-one coaching with callers. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney broadcast each Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney, inspiring you to live life with passion, purpose, and limitless potential. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. And welcome back to the show. Welcome back to voiceamerica.com to Disability Matters. This is Joy Spender. Happy New Year. I'm here today with three people that I must tell you, I've been blessed to have them working in Bender Consulting Services. I really have been. They are three absolutely great 
people that I think the world of. Mr. Neil Lutz, our director. Rico Brusco, a manager, and Jim Homey, a manager. Part of Neil's, just a small part of Neil's dynamic team. As I earlier mentioned, we have several other managers working for us. Um, I wanted to talk for a minute since we're talking about this problem with employment, which that's what we're all about at Bender, employment, competitive employment for people with disabilities. Neil, in your opinion, what do you think is the most important thing people with disabilities can do to break down these attitudinal barriers that exist? Well, Joyce, the first thing they need to do is be prepared. They need to be prepared with the skills, and they need to be prepared with the the technical skills or whatever discipline they're, you know, hoping to go in, be it accounting, engineering, um, what have you. But they also need to be prepared to grab that opportunity and be positive and, you know, convince the person that they, they deserve that chance. I mean, there's nothing worse than, than having a great opportunity come up but, um, and, and losing it because you're not prepared. But once inside, they need to be prepared to go that extra mile because all eyes will be on them. In many, many cases, they'll be the only person with a disability working in their area. And naturally, when there's something um, new um, and people are taking, you know, on a new um, a new person, they're closely watched. So you've got to be there. You've got to be there on time. You've got to be there early. You've got to have that positive attitude and be prepared to do your job no matter what it takes. All right, and I agree with that. How about you, Rico? What do you think? Uh, just echo what Neil said, plus along with that, I think uh, it's important to be friendly. Uh, I think initially you have to remember um, if you are the only person with a disability uh, in your uh, workplace, uh, a lot of times um, it's very easy to get into a shell. People may not feel comfortable asking you questions, so um, I think it's up to the person with a disability to take the initiative uh, to be a little affable and uh, kind of like break the ice. Um, that goes a long way. I've also, to never give up. Uh, you know, this is competitive employment, so uh, you're going to be faced with some challenges, and uh, you still need to make the most of the opportunity you've been given. So and you can't do that if you give up. And and the last thing is to believe in yourself. Uh, don't believe the naysayers. Um, you know, just believe in yourself and you'll be successful. Yes, how true that is. Self-esteem is so important. Jim, how about you? I echo everything that uh, Neil and Rico said, but I want to emphasize that believing in yourself means that you're not going to allow yourself to believe the low expectations that some people put on you and sometimes throughout your life you've heard it so much that you may want to believe it yourself and you may have lower expectations of yourself than you, than you should. So get that attitude up and believe that you can always do better and strive higher. Always believe. Because remember what Neil said earlier about attitudinal barriers? It's everywhere. Sometimes even in your own family, sometimes even at school. But listen to me now. Don't let anyone lower the bar. You can achieve success. You have to not allow anyone to lower the bar. 
Well, I have to tell you, Neil, Rico, and Jim, as far as I'm concerned, I do not know how you'll answer this next question because, to me, you've all done so many great things. I, I can't think what you're going to choose, but every guest on my show, from uh, congressmen to famous authors to famous football players, everyone that's ever been on here, we ask the same last two questions. So here we go. Uh, Neil, we'll start with you. You already, in my opinion, have achieved so many great things in your life. But what would you say is your proudest accomplishment? Well, Joyce, just working for this company is definitely my proudest accomplishment. I mean, I've been with it from almost the beginning to see it grow from one client in one city to working in 18 states. And the numbers that we've increased every year, I mean, I don't know if you've ever shared this with your listeners, but when we first started this company, our goal was to hire 100 people total um, with significant disabilities. And now we realistically could do that in a year. I mean, and it's not even just from the societal and the personal um, accomplishments that we've had as a company, but this is a business itself. I mean, how many businesses struggle to get started and to grow in any field, let alone in a field as is, is, um, highly um, new as this one? And um, just to see this growth and be some, some small part of it is just something that I can't even describe. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I thank you, Neil, but, you know, to me it's just so wonderful to have you with us. I, I want to bring that up what Neil said. He's right. When I first started the company, remember, it was just not long after the ADA was being implemented. And to me, it was so hard to get anyone employed. When we started, as Neil said, it was Highmark and only Highmark in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Now, of course, we're all across the United States and Canada. But I really have to tell you that I thought if before I retired, whenever, you know, that would be, if I could just find employment for 100 people with disabilities, that would be so fantastic. And now, whoa, we're way beyond that. So that's why Tony Quello always tells me, you better raise that number up a lot higher. How about you, Rico Brusco? What is your proudest accomplishment? Well, I think... uh... Um, I have a little record going that I kind of strive for every day, and that's the fact that um, I've never used a sick day um, since I started uh, working, and that's been over 11 years now. And there's several reasons for that. One, um, you know, there's a myth out there that Stop would... right there. Did you hear that, everyone? 11 years. He has not taken a sick day in 11 years. Go ahead, Rico. <laughs> Well, there's a myth out there uh, that people with disabilities are more likely, uh, you know, to come down with illnesses and miss work and and that sort of thing. So uh, every day, um, I I kind of uh, um, take uh, pride in the fact that I prove them wrong, and uh, you know, it, it, that's probably part of the easiest part of working is being there uh, uh, at work. That's half the battle, and then once you're there, then you deal with the challenges that are ahead of you. But um, I can't understand why people wouldn't want to show up for work uh, every day if they could. It's a privilege. Um, at least it is for me. Uh, so that that's one thing. I think that's the biggest accomplishment uh, to date. Well, Rico, you have so many accomplishments. One of them is, of course, that you're humble. But let me just tell you, I am so lucky to have Rico 
and Neil and Jim in this company. They are all fantastic people. They are great leaders helping me change, really, a national issue. And they are all part of it. And, Rico, you are awesome. How about you, Jim? Joyce, I'd like to think that my biggest accomplishment lies ahead of me. I don't know what my biggest accomplishment would be. I'm so caught up in what the cause, our cause, and what we're doing and what we believe in that I don't really think about how much I accomplish or or anything like that. I just enjoy just enjoying the ride and really enjoying seeing all the people that I interview come into the company and seeing our employees move up in the world and gain independence. That uh, I just don't know what. I have no idea what my biggest accomplishment would be. Well, I have to say that when Jim was born, he had a twin brother who passed away. Is that correct, Jim? Yes. Um, And this is when Jim was born. And tell them what your brother's name was, Jim. My brother's name was Gerald. So I can think of many of your great accomplishments but we have a high school student that works in this office on an internship for a woman called Sherry Homey, who is another great manager and leader in this company. These are Jim's children. And every time I see them, I think about that. Okay, Neil, Rico, Jim, what message do you want to leave with our listeners today? How about you, Neil? Be prepared and keep that great attitude. Rico. Never give up. Jim. Do not allow yourself to believe the low expectations that you might have of yourself. Well, this will be my greatest accomplishment, having these three great people work in my company and on this show. Having them start off the year on Disability Matters, I am so proud. I couldn't have three people that would make me prouder. Neil, Jim, and Rico, I wish you a happy new year, a very blessed new year. Same thing to everyone else. And we have to start off the show with a quote from a famous civil rights leader. So we've got to start off and close the show by saying, without work we are doomed to fail, with work we may still fail, but at least we have the dignity of trying to succeed for ourselves, says Chairman Tony Quello. This is Joyce Bender. You're listening to America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Happy New Year. See you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.